BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. Thank you for listening to this DuPont Media production, available on all major podcast platforms. This is Rod Peterson On Demand. Right now. Obviously, I'm friends with all, everybody around here. So one of the security people, you give them a badge, right? And they're big, oh, yeah. big shot. How about that? Guy was bragging to me one night. He was like, I denied John Cornish getting into Ryderville. I'm like, what's wrong with you? Who cares if he wants to cut the line? Let him in. What the hell? I'm still mad about that eight years later. Like, what what are you doing? This is the Rod Peterson Show. Happy Thursday, everybody. Welcome to the uh, RP Show. It's Canada's daytime sports talk show. So we welcome all the Canucks. And the Canadian sports fans watching around the world. We're on the Game Plus TV network and also YouTube and Facebook live streaming. And listen live for our audio listeners. I want to say hey to all the farmers in the field and the ships at sea. Mm. You are listening live. And, you know, my dad, who's not with us anymore, but I used to say it all the time on the radio when I was doing the local uh, radio show and calling uh, games here. I would always say hello to all the farmers in the field. And my dad would say... Keep doing that. The farmers really like it when you do that. That's cool. And then I would just throw in, and to all the ships at sea, just for spits and giggles, I did that. Because it sounds cool. Right. And uh, at Touchdown Atlantic in 2019 in Moncton, I had a sailor come up to me, and he goes, you know, I really appreciated you saying that all the time on those broadcasts. I was listening in a submarine. I don't know how. Wow. Isn't that amazing? That's cool. Hello to everybody. And uh, we say... uh, Chime in from where you're watching from today. We always like that. It is hot in here. It is warm. I don't have my fan. I just know I got a fan here to powder my donuts. (laughs) (laughs) We're off guns a-blazing. How about that? Coming up on the program today from Sportsnet Flames, Ryan Leslie. Good longtime buddy of mine. Uh, We did the World Juniors together years ago. And Tori Gurley. NFL alum, CFL alum, former Packer and Brown. And uh, we've come up with what I think is a tantalizing poll question today, which you're going to get to in moments. Those are the guests. And just ahead of the quick six show topics, I don't know how you're going to handle this, Darren, 
But we have some very interesting things uh, going on with another show here on Game Plus called Go Nitro. It's a little like Super Dave Osborne. As a matter of fact, I think it's a lot like Super Dave Osborne. For those that remember, and you play the role of Mr. Fuji in this thing. <laughs> in our show? So, yeah. Well, all of them. Exactly. So why don't you tell them what went on last night? Oh, please? man. I'm still not sure what went on last night. Well, post the photos, and you can tell everybody what you did here. Um, this is you guys on the lake. You were Dragon Ball racing. Yeah. Or you were practicing. I'm one of the ones in the middle there. Yeah. So he was paddling on the dragon boat. If you go to our Instagram story, it's all up there now. You can hold these photos up a little bit and cycle through them. The guy on the right is the producer of the show and normal host, Corey Carlick. That's Corey Carlick from Skycron and Go Nitro. And there's some of the the, uh, folks. uh, That was other rod right behind you. They had you warming up. They had you working out. Um, I was a little nervous. This is a, they said this is a middle, mid-season practice. So I'm going to read you these text messages. Who'd you get the texts from? From Corey, who's actually, he's competed in nationals. Okay. At, at uh, Dragon Boat. He said, uh, the sport's harder than it looks. He said, uh, Rod's arms and core will ache like a SOB for two or three days. But it'll be a satisfying pain. So how are you feeling today? Uh, like I didn't do anything. He said you burned between eight and 1,200, 800 and 1,200 calories last night. So that's why you're hungry. I'm starving. He said it takes three practices for the body to acclimatize. So it's worth noting this was a mid-season practice. So that the fact that you, can, you kept up was amazing. He said the first practices aren't this intense. In fact, Rod would easily be able to make nationals after a season or two. His sink was decent. Power was good. Stroke technique sake takes some getting used, used to. Uh, he didn't clock the paddles or have a Charlie horse from not stretching alongside uh, uh, everybody else. How about that? He said the others would back him up on this. He said cardio is 80% of it. So the fact that you've been moving around is good. And then he wraps it up by saying, like I said, he did exceptionally well. He said, my first dragon boat practice when I started was nowhere near as strong as his. So most racers at the national level don't do that well their first time out either. So Thanks for the kind words, Corey. Thanks for reading it. those. And this airs uh, on Go Nitro here on Game Plus, but also on Reno, Fox Channel 5, and Las Vegas. Yeah, in September. So I'll be watching for that next month in, in those locales, getting it going with the uh, dragon boat. So yeah, quick six show topic time, please, if you don't mind. <laughs> Thanks, Director Jordan. And I will get to your comments, I hope, at some point here. But listen, while we have time, we have to talk about the Toronto Blue Jays, who beat the Chicago White Sox 3-1 last night. And there was some drama. It was one in the bottom of the eighth. But uh, Robbie Ray, enjoy him while we can, because he's going to free agency. He set a Blue Jays franchise record for strikeouts by a lefty, 14 last night. And he uh, matched a career high last night, and then he's going to be gone. So enjoy Robbie Ray while you can, because this is his last season with the Toronto Blue Jays. Unless the Jays find some money to hold on to him for next season, I, I don't know if they will. So are we still on board with the Atkin Shapiro Montoyo triumvirate? Because I am. Yeah. I am. If they could find another division to play in, it would be a lot better for everybody. But hats off to Robbie Ray last night and uh, enjoyed your time with Toronto, Robbie. Yeah, it's just too bad you got to have the Yankees and Red Sox in there every year. <laughs> You know, and now Tampa has been good the last few. But, um, no, we're still on board. We're still on board with that group. And like we said yesterday, this is the last year where we can brush it off and say they're just kids, yeah. right? They're not that focused all the time or they make mistakes. They're just kids. 
If next year doesn't go well, then maybe we... We're all going to be mad. Then we're all going to be mad. We're all going to be mad. This is your past, Blue Jays, but we talked about this yesterday. I'm just saying it's Canada. We have one team. So once the playoffs start and they get into the the wild card games, then the divisional games, we'll get onto that. The Blue Jays aren't going to be in it, but we're not talking about that right now. From some of the viewers here, uh, Jennifer down at the Four Seasons says, Robbie, raise a beast. That's too bad. It is too bad. And actually, they were talking about him on Sportsnet this morning that he might be a Cy Young candidate. Now, but actually, he's leading the majors, the American League in strikeouts. Second best ERA. And the Jays have squandered it. Can you you say Doc Holliday? I'm not saying he's in that class. I'm just saying they squandered a pretty Hall of of Fame career that guy. Him and they had Chris Carpenter before he went. Right. Yeah. Um, Regarding the, uh, I want to, thanks for the kind words. You can tell who the nice people are out there. Yeah. From the CFL hobo watching in Hamilton. Good job, Rod. From Darren Cook. Awesome job, Rod. You and Darren Rock. He stood on the dock and filmed the whole thing. And as they were getting me in this get up, some call it a life jacket. (laughs) I'm like, uh, why yo? How do you get me into this stuff? And you said, you're the star. You have to do this. Yeah. And I didn't mind it, but it's like them trying to get me to race stock cars last year. Remember what I said? I'm not Super Dave Osborne. He got it folded up into a, a cube of metal. Yeah, I know. I know. Then I'm walking around. It's going to end up happening. Yeah. Down the shores of Wascana, and I see the scum on the water. I'm like, you're not going to put him in the water, are you? <gasps> stop, 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 stop. I had my mouth closed because I didn't want to drink in that water. So I'm paddling and going. The, the only the water's time, disgusting. Yeah, that. But the only time I really got nervous, and not when you almost tipped the boat over getting out either. And <laughs> That's right. Dumped everybody in. But when, they, when you were getting onto the boat, Emily handed you a big bottle of water. I'm like. Well, they're really going to make him work. Yeah, like, and they did. Like, they're making sure he's ready. So... Um, Got a lot of new viewers here today. Good morning from Trail, BC. What a beautiful part of the world. The home of Adam Deadmarsh. Hello from Orangeville, Ontario. Uh, good morning from Kansas City. Good morning from Kitchener. We'll move on. But we're just kind of telling stories here today. But I'm, getting, I'm falling behind. Um, point two, good news, bad news in the Canadian Football League. The bad news is uh, three more Edmonton Elks players have been found to be COVID positive. Week four was supposed to kick off tonight with Edmonton at Toronto. The game has been postponed. I see the president of the Elks, who, can I say, is a friend of ours because he came on this show and referred to me as his good friend. Mm -hmm. Um, He says that they have not, he thinks they're going to get the game in. And I hope that they do. I don't know when. I think they're just going to scrap it and give the win to Toronto. That would make them three and one. And Elks get vaccinated. But maybe those players were vaccinated and still got it. I don't know. I don't feel like going down that road today. But I'm hearing a lot of talk out of Alberta that the Labor Day Classic might be canceled because Edmonton can't play in it. That's next week's game. And that will really suck the big one. But for this week's games, I just want to point out, for the odds makers, Hamilton's at Montreal Friday night. It's a home opener for the Alouettes. Ticats favored by 2.5. I know. They haven't won a game. The odds, well, who am I to say? Last week, I don't think I, don't think I picked one game right. Other than Saskatchewan. I know. It's um, incredibly difficult. BC at Ottawa on Saturday. The Lions are favored by five in the nation's capital. And then Sunday, Canada's game of the week is the Calgary Stampeders at the Winnipeg Blue Bombers. And the Bombers are favored by 5.0. 
So that's the bad news on the Elks. This is the good news on the games that are going to play. And can we move on? Point three, the very first notification, it's, it triggered a bunch yesterday in the NFL, was that Trevor Lawrence has been named the starting quarterback for the Jacksonville Jaguars, which I still don't think is a shock. Although I guess that it is. Look at all those quarterbacks that went in the first round last year. Zach Wilson starting for the Jets for sure. I don't think Trey Lance is going to start for the Niners. Yeah, I don't think so. Be Jimmy Garoppolo probably. Um, I Andy Dalton, I think, starting in Chicago rather than Justin Fields, correct? You're That's following right. all of this? Yeah. Uh, we still don't know in New England with Mac Jones. But you go number one overall, I think you can probably count on starting if you're Trevor Lawrence. I don't know why that's such big news. But I saw the Jaguars have been since 2014. This probably won't surprise you. The worst team in the NFL. The worst team, the Jaguars. Would that surprise you or not? Going no. back seven years, eight seasons. No. I've watched um, them a lot, obviously, being in the same division as Tennessee. Right. Yeah. The um, Cleveland, also worst in the last seven years. The Jets, yeah. and I think the Giants. I think it was the Giants. And how sucky that is for New York, which, believe it or not, I've spent enough time there in the Big Apple. Football's still number one. The Giants and Jets, it's still number one. And their two teams have been the worst in the NFL for the last, two of the four worst for the last seven years. They deserve better in New York. They really do. And I think it's coming, but they really deserve better. Both those teams are on the, on the upswing, as we saw towards the end of last year. I mean, and with the Jets now, another new quarterback, new coach. You hope they're on the upswing. We know the Giants are, but we hope that the Jets are too. Michael Gregory, watching on YouTube, says, Good morning from New Orleans. Looks like a hurricane is on the way. Don't say that. Which hurricane is this? Yeah. It's not Henri, right? That's belting the uh, northeast. Is another one coming up in the Gulf? As long as it doesn't cut your internet, man, and you can still watch the show while you're bunkered down. Ooh, that would suck. Yeah. How about that? Oh, CFL Hobo. I mentioned the gentleman watching in Hamilton. His name's Jason Mullis, and I met him at Touchdown Atlantic in Moncton. And he says, uh, I've hit 10 CFL stadiums in the past 30 days driving. Thanks for the shout out. Two years popped up on the memories today. Those Facebook memories. Two years ago today, I met this guy in Moncton at Touchdown Atlantic. How about that? How about that? Unforgettable. He is not me. Uh, Point four, Teddy Bridgewater has been named the starting quarterback for the Denver Broncos. They should have traded for Aaron Rodgers. What do you think? Yeah, and we were, I was talking with a couple of Broncos guys in our sales, a sales meeting we had yesterday, and they were asking about Drew Locke and Teddy Bridgewater, and are you happy? And the one guy said, I just don't trust anybody that throws with a glove on. And that's Teddy Bridgewater. Right. Or Kevin Glenn. And they like, should have given it to, to Locke, let him finish what he started, see if he's capable. But it doesn't matter what happens this year. They're just going to sign Aaron Rodgers next year when his time with Green Bay is up. Right. So maybe, so, it's, maybe it's a throwaway year for, for Denver. That's what I'm understanding from the Bronco fans. There's such a thing as throwaway years. Apparently. We didn't feel great as a Vegas Golden Knights fan that game one against Colorado was a throwaway game. Which it was, and we lost 7-1 to the Avs and <clears throat> stormed back at 106. But that's such the Broncos' MO. 
take a Pro Bowl Hall of Fame quarterback, did it with Peyton Manning, right, for a year one of Super Bowl. They'll probably do it with Aaron Rodgers. They'll take it. They'll take it. Uh, on the topic of NFL quarterbacks, that's our poll question today for Capital Automall Universal Collision Center. Who will lead the National Football League in passing in 2021? And your options are Patrick Mahomes, Tom Brady, Aaron Rodgers, or Josh Allen. Those are the four that we all came up with. And Mahomes is leading on both Twitter and Facebook. So I think we got the right one, guys. The the right four, anyways. Patrick Mahomes of the Kansas City Chefs. Um, By the way, I went and looked up the odds. Let me back up. Who do you think... Led the NFL in passing last year. You would for a thousand dollars, you wouldn't get it. You can take that off. The um, it was Deshaun Watson, okay? Yeah. And he's not even going to start this year. What an off season for one Deshaun Watson. I know. Matt Ryan was pretty high, but he doesn't have Julio Jones. He's not leading the league in passing. Here are the odds. Yeah. From uh, bettingpros.com. Number one, Patrick Mahomes, projected to lead the National Football League in passing. Number two, Dakota Prescott of America's team, the Dallas Cowboys. But I don't think he's going to stay healthy just like last year. I wouldn't put my money on Dakota Prescott, and he is the quarterback of my team. Then Josh Allen of Buffalo, then Tom Brady at four, Aaron Rodgers five, Matthew Stafford six, Justin Herbert seven. So that's quite a list there. Yeah. And the smart money is on Patrick Mahomes. Well, I look back, you said last year, how about in 2019? I'm like looking at that list and that's even harder to get because the top two passers in 2019 in the NFL, Jameis Winston was number one with over 5,100 yards and Dak Prescott was number two, just shy of 5,000. Jared Goff was number three. So Jameis Winston's going to play. He's going to start probably in New Orleans. If you want some off the board flyer, to try and win some money, put 20 bucks down. I'd put it on Jameis Winston. He looked pretty good in the preseason, and I know that's preseason. From viewers of both YouTube and Facebook, they have pointed out that Bo Levi Mitchell throws with a glove. Exactly. What did the moose say? Don't trust anybody who throws with a glove. Uh, and one more. Oh, from Randolph watching in Ontario. He says, Rod, how do you define the color TV era? Well, I just did a quick Google search. Color TV was apparently invented in 1939. What I would say, how do I define it? When it was mainstream somewhat in people's homes. So let's say the 1970s is a decade. And you know why he's saying that? I said, because the Cowboy fans are not like the Leaf fans because we've won championships in the color television era. It's not a joke. 1970s, Leafs, 1967, black and white. I see. It's my rules. Your show, it's your rules. my show. <laughs> Ryan Leslie next as we are going to talk some hockey. And I'm going to be a lot happier when hockey starts. Oh, yeah. Uh, just an FYI. You are watching the RP Show. This has been the warm-up, as always, brought to you by our friends at E-Cold Electric. E-Cold Electric, stop by and see our new data and lighting center in Regina. E-Cold Electric, let's get to work. We're going to Calgary next. You're watching the RP Show on the Game Plus television network. It carried all across Alberta 
on Telus Optic TV. Also, YouTube and Facebook live streaming and 24-hour sports radio. For Suds, full-service car wash at rodpeterson.com. Head to youtube.com slash the Rod Peterson Show now. You gotta subscribe. Click the subscribe button for all the content you may have missed. Hey, honey, can you get one of the kids to show me how this Twitter thing works? Honey, I need to get on Instagram. Time for more of the Rod Peterson Show. Welcome back, everybody. Just ahead of Ryan Leslie from Sportsnet Flames. Uh, just taking care of a little business here, a little house cleaning from our viewers regarding when do I say the teller, color television era. William and Lloyd Minster watching says, we got our color TV in 1971. See? Exactly. The 70s is the era where it came in, I feel. From Jeff Caldwell on Facebook, I need to drink more caliber coffee. I thought Darren was Jason Sudeikis sitting there. Okay, well, wake up. You get that every day, multiple I times. I do get right? that every day, but the caliber coffee is amazing. From Cine Girl, she says, good afternoon, gentlemen, from Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. Let's make this day fabulous. I agree. Let's win the day. And a great way to do that is bringing in the fabulous Ryan Leslie from Sportsnet Flames. Let's do it. What's up, buddy? Roddy, and that, uh, Sudeikis, if I'm saying that right, that's a great pull. Great hair, by the way. He has got some flow over there. Thanks, pal. Small Sick indie. flow. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> right, and bought and paid for over here. Ryan. How's the- <laughs> I remember those days. Anyway. That's right. How's the... Uh- How's the summer going out there in Southern Alberta and the foothills? Pretty good. Uh, I mean, I think everybody's starting to, you know, kind of turn an eye towards the upcoming season. There's still a lot of questions, uh, but it's been a good summer. The smoke is cleared uh, for now, and we hope everybody, all of our friends in BC uh, and Alberta, are are done with that. So it was a bit tricky, Roddy. To be honest with you, it was a, a hot, hot, dry summer here in Southern Alberta, and the, the fires in BC and parts of Alberta didn't help. But uh, hopefully, that is. Uh, you know, going to be behind us here as we turn an eye uh, to flipping seasons and maybe even uh, talking some hockey here soon. Well, and I'm going to get to the flames on the ice in a moment, but can, and by the way, notice the Jersey that we have adorning our desk and that'll be staying there for quite some time. Biggest news wow. out of uh, Calgary. I feel was the vaccination proof that's going to be required to go to flames and stamps games. And I would assume Hitman and roughnecks. Uh, I have no problem with that. I'm totally in favor of that. I applaud Winnipeg for doing it. And now everybody's following suit. What was the reaction from the fans? Well, as you know, I mean, if you want negative reaction, you go to social media. If you want to have maybe a, and I don't know what kind of percentage that is in terms of the big picture. Uh, I don't imagine it's huge, but certainly there's a conversation going online about it. Um, Good, bad, and ugly. Um, But it was one that the Calgary Flames felt they had to do and one that uh, they are entitled to do. And, You know, I think there's a lot of backlash, but it is their product. It is their building. It is something that they uh, have the right to do. So I think the reaction is probably uh, positive in the bigger picture. But I think if you want to find any sort of backlash, you you can find it. Well, on the hockey, on the ice, on Monday, the NHL um, announced its preseason schedule. That was probably a nice feeling for you. Are you starting to feel it a little bit? Yeah, we're still waiting to find out how it's going to look, Roddy. Like, I don't know at this point, to be completely transparent with you, what it's going to look like from a broadcast standpoint. Mm. I don't Mm -hmm. know how much travel will there be, how much, what will travel look like? Will it be commercial? Will it be charter? Will it be, 
uh, a mix of uh, these remotes like we did last year. So there's still a lot up in the air as we as we start to ramp up towards it. But there's time, and uh, you know there's a lot of faith in the powers that be, and from the league to uh, Sportsnet where I work to the Flames organization uh, that there will be a, a solution that's best for the viewers, the fans, and uh, certainly us as broadcasters. So I'm I'm personally really hopeful that. Uh, we return to normal travel. We will see how it unfolds, and we'll deal with the hand uh, we're dealt. So somebody, one of the viewers wrote in, uh, the general in Calgary says, why hasn't Gaudreau been signed yet? But I'm looking at the Flames list of free agents, and I don't see him on it. Is it expected that Johnny Hockey's going to sign a new deal, or what? what's the status there of him? There have been ongoing conversations about Johnny Gaudreau, who has another year left mm. on his contract. Uh, he is about to get married September 4th, but that dialogue continues between uh, Brad Treliving uh, and Louis Gross, his agent. And uh, certainly, um, I think everything's on the table. I, anybody who tells you right now, Rod, that there is one direction or another doesn't know. They may feel that Johnny's gone or Johnny's re-signing or we're going to play this thing out or perhaps a, a deadline deal or a move in season. That's simply... Not the case at this point. Everything is still on the table, and uh, I would like to see this player. If the value in a trade is not there, I would love to see this player re-sign here. He is a player that's going to get you into the postseason. You still need that the last time I checked. This is a player who has offensive capabilities. This is a player who enjoys being in Calgary, and this is a player who can help get you there, and uh, I think that's essential. So however this thing shakes down remains to be seen, but this is a, a very valuable asset for Brad Trillipper. Oh, no doubt. And by the way, I had mentioned, believe it or not, a few weeks ago on this show that I didn't think the Flames had done enough this offseason. And I just got roasted by Flames fans. And they said, we signed Blake Coleman. We signed Tucker Pullman, the Fox News host. That's not a lot to me. How do you feel about their offseason? It's not a lot, but you've got to remember, uh, it takes two to tangle. And you've got to be able to... It's, it's real easy to go out and, you know, make a move if if you're okay with not caring about the return. But Brad's hands are really tied at this point. There's got to be a market for the players that everybody thinks should just be moved or brought in. And it's really hard right now. So it's also not expired. He's still got some time to pull this thing off. And so what kind of move? I mean, I think everybody knows that the Eichel situation, the Eichel conversation, I mean, people are hungry here. He, Treliving understands that. Uh, I think the fan base understands more needs to happen. I think um, the players themselves know that more needs to happen. There is time. We're still here in August at this point, late in August. But uh, you've also got some pieces brought in. You've got some players who are about to take a next step. I'm not going to sit here and, and defend what has or what hasn't been done or, uh, or be an apologist or a super fan. I will just tell you that there's time. This is a good core, and uh, I think I understand the appetite for wanting to bolster the lineup a little more, and I don't think anybody uh, is wrong in thinking what else is there, and I think Treliving continues to grind away, continues to day-to-day -day, uh, look to bolster the lineup, but you got to think about the market and who wants what and what they're willing to give you in return. You've got to kind of step back a little bit and go, it's just not that easy. Yeah, well, I watch all of the Flames games, and I watch you guys' panels. 
specifically for you, Ryan, but I do, I've like some of the commentary has been scathing, not from you, but Eric Francis, I get the sense that everybody feels something's missing, right? So I just wonder how that will be addressed, but um, some questions from our viewers, if you don't mind, uh, from Ryan on YouTube, Rod, what's Ryan's take on the Calgary Sports Entertainment Group without the Stampeders? Does that rate on your radar at all, Ryan, the potential sale of the Calgary Stampeders from that ownership conglomerate? Apologies, but it's not. Um, And I don't mean that to be negative. I just mean, like, I I don't think I can properly dig into all of the challenges of owning a CFL team and all of the factors that go into the Stampeders and and what that uh, can do for the entire organization. I know the Flames have been, you know, wildly committed to the Calgary Stampeders and their success on and off the field. So I do know that much. What it looks like going forward, I can't say in terms of whether or not it'll sell, whether or not they're going to get rid of it, if there potential buyers. I'm, I'm simply not in that circle enough. So apologies to the, uh, to the viewer with that question, which is a good question, just probably suited better for someone else. Yep, absolutely. Nicely handled, by the way. Um, from Ryan McCarthy in Saratoga, New York. From one Ryan to another, if the Flames can't sign Johnny Gaudreau, could the New Jersey Devils be a potential trade partner? Gaudreau was born and raised in New Jersey. Are these things coming up? Is there talk of that? I, I think I think that's always the go-to, right? Like, uh, hey, why don't you just uh, have a conference call with the Devils, the Rangers, <laughs> and the Flyers, and just see who gives you the most? Let's just see if we just, hey, we're having an open auction. That's simply not the case. John's put his uh, list of five forward, uh, uh, five teams forward. Um, I mean, anything's possible, but there's got to be some teams who in that area who would sit there and, I don't know, maybe naively think, well, if he doesn't re-sign, we might just get him anyhow. So why make a move when he could potentially sign here as a free agent down the road? That's maybe a gamble they're willing to take. But as the player, I mean, he wants to probably have some security. So is that uh, an option? Certainly. Is that probable? I don't know if I'd say probable. I'd have to dig into, you know, where the devils are right now. I'd have to look at, you know, what would either be coming back via the trade route. Um, But certainly as a free agent, you never know. John's going to have to look at his future as well. And I know he is. Uh, I also know he's happy in Calgary. So we'll see how this one plays out. But I think that's the empty netter, New Jersey, Philly, and the Rangers and maybe even the Islanders and uh, hey don't ever sleep on the Boston Bruins down the road but I mean you've got to start factoring in does he want to take a little less to play somewhere where he wants to be does he want to re-sign in Calgary and get more does he want you know there's there's a lot of variables and that's probably why we're here still talking about it at the end of August this year God bless you for talking about it because I know you talk about it I'm sure every single day in that market Jeff Kabilis in Winnipeg says uh, Flames goaltending a worry? I would hope not. You got the number one free agent and Jacob Markstrom going into last year, but I would like to know your take on if he lived up to his deal, Ryan. How did you feel he played last season? Well, his deal is long-term. His first season was a real mix of, oh, this looks good. Is this the best goaltender early on in the North Division to an injury that took him right out of it? He never really bounced bounced back into the goaltender that I think everybody saw that season prior at least the postseason prior this is a goaltender who rod if you ask anybody in the national hockey league who's either been around him uh, played with him or knows anything about him fiercely competitive fierce presence in the locker room and on the ice the guys love playing in front of him 
That's one area I'm not concerned about at this point heading into the season. And I'm quite certain uh, when he returns here, you're going to see a bounce back from that goaltender. So uh, that's a valid, valid uh, question that I think a lot of people are like, oh, wait a minute, what did we just sign up for long term? That's not a concern of mine at this point. Yeah, me either. Um, but it is a lot of money. But I don't even think he, he could have been could have been the best goalie in the NHL. And I don't think he would have got the flames but into the you know playoffs. What, too? You know what, Roddy? Like, if they didn't go that route, there'd be the critics, again, throwing darts. Where are the Kari Ramos? Where are the Jonas Hillers? Where are the one and two years? Where are the Mike Smiths? What, you know, all of these situations where they haven't been stable long-term since, dare I say, Mika Kiprasov, and there's probably a couple other guys just off the top of my head since then who have had longer terms or come back for a, a long period of time after a contract or two. But um, this was a goaltender that I think for the most part people were genuinely excited about. And, uh, and I think there's enough time to prove it. So it doesn't matter what they say or do, unless it, you win the Stanley cup, there's going to be arrows, you know, slung. And, uh, and I get that, but I just think that there's bigger concerns with the flames and goaltending. And, you know, there was some concerns about bringing in a guy like Chris Tanev, who was an absolute warrior and played through all kinds of pain, pain that hasn't even gone public yet. And uh, so those two additions I think are going to prove to be, uh, real solid additions, uh, not only last year, uh, certainly for Tana, but but going forward. And I think that those are leadership guys, not necessarily, you know, Tana in the raw, raw vocal, but by example. And I think in Markstrom, you've got a little bit more of a vocal leader and two guys with presence. And most importantly, as you know, Rod, respect in the room. And that is really huge. And they do it on the ice so well. And I think those are two signings that Brad Living can sleep well at night after after bringing them on board. Yeah, and by the way, you're right. Kiprasov was the last one. That's the last thing they need to be worrying yeah. about is goaltending right now. We got 60 seconds, Ryan. The viewers want to know how you think the Jack Eichel story will end. What do you think? Ooh, that is the million-dollar question because, as you've probably beaten up to death on this show, there's so much risk. The ask is very high uh, in return for a player like Jack Eichel, who you don't know. It's buyer beware, and he hasn't had the surgery yet, so... How this thing plays out, I don't know. I, I think he will be dealt. But is this a in the new year kind of thing? It might have to be. It's an ugly situation. It's one that there are a lot of balls in the air. It's one that has a lot of uncertainty. And I don't think anybody's happy about where it is today and where it might be in the next month or so. Because until they get this surgery situation hammered out, is it going to be one Jack is happy with? Is it going to be one the Sabres are happy? What about the new team? How long do they have to wait to get them? And what are they going to have to give up? It's steep right now, Rod. It's really steep. And I can tell you, knowing what it is on the Calgary side of things, I wouldn't pay it. So it remains to be seen. Nice work. Hey, you're like Jerry Seinfeld. We're leaving them wanting more, Ryan, because there's a ton of questions that have come in, but we are out of time. If I may, you're looking fantastic, man. Looks like you've had a great summer. Enjoy the rest of it, and we'll see you you, uh, in a month. Yeah, Yeah, thanks. I know. I've seen the (laughs) post. You look great, bud. Thank you, pal. Have a great show. Thanks for having me as always. Thanks, man. The great Ryan Leslie from Sportsnet Flames from uh, Calgary. Let's do a viewer takeover the rest of the way. When we come back, we'll have uh, 24 minutes to go. Just an hour one. You are watching the RP Show on the Game Plus TV network, YouTube, and Facebook live streaming and 24-hour sports radio. For Suds, full-service car wash at rodpeterson.com. Have you subscribed to the Rod Peterson Show YouTube channel yet? Head to youtube.com slash the Rod Peterson Show now.
Did you know you can catch all the best moments from the show on all our social media platforms? Now, back to the studio with Rob. Welcome back, everybody. Episode number 558 of Canada's Daytime Sports Talk Show continues. We do love our streaming viewers' comments. Jordan Ewart is watching on YouTube, and he just wrote in and said, Is YouTube beating Facebook for show viewership? Oh, yeah, by a mile, brah. Let's go Team YouTube. Team YouTube. (laughs) Team YouTube. Come on down to YouTube. Come on down to YouTube. We got the smoke. Which, by the way. Willie Jefferson's all over that. He's all over it. He replied. He did reply. Thank you, Willie J in Winnipeg. Love me some Willie Jefferson. We are very close to uh, moving on from Facebook altogether for our streaming. Because we uh, do it with YouTube as well. And YouTube just, it's smoking Facebook. Oh, yeah. So. Uh, sports update, Alejandro Kirk broke a tie with an RBI single in the eighth inning in the Blue Jays, beat the Chicago White Sox 3-1 at Rogers Center last night after Blue Jays starter Robbie Ray matched his career high by striking out 14 over seven innings. Tim Meza worked a perfect eighth for the victory, and Jordan Romano finished for his 13th save in 14 outings. Jays White Sox get after it 307 Mountain, sorry, 307 Eastern today at Rogers Center, the fourth and final game. Uh, The Orioles snapped their 19-game losing streak. How about that? Rallying to beat L.A. 10-6 after a shaky start by Shohei Otani. Left the Angels' bullpen with too much to do. The Angels were up 6-2 in the fourth inning and 6-4 when Otani left the game after five. But Baltimore scored a run in the seventh and five in the eighth. Former Blue Jay Josh Donaldson did his old team a favor when he hit a two-run homer to lead off the 10th and give the Minnesota Twins a 9-6 win over the Boston Red Sox. The bringer of rain. Do you get hurt when you see him in highlights playing for another team? Because I do. Yeah. I never really understood why he left. I know. Those are the characters. You know, you had those two great years, and then everybody leaves. He became a Band-Aid at the end. Yeah. Canadian women's hockey team captain Marie-Philippe Poulain won't play today against the United States at the World Championship after blocking a shot with her chest in Canada's last game. Canada and defending champion U.S. are tied atop Poulet at 3-0. and Did you see the shot? Oh, it was ugly. Canadian tight end Luke Wilson said he's stepping away from football one day after re-signing with the Seahawks. In a lengthy statement on social media, Wilson says he realized it was time to move on after being back in the building and participating in practice with Seattle. Wilson said he spent time in the hospital during the offseason due to a pericardial effusion. He said the hospitalization changed his perspective on on his life. This sports update for the Tap Brew House and drive through liquor store for Ballers Rec Room, home of the four-hour Rough Riders tailgate parties, and for Red Bull Canada. Red Bull gives you wings. I was not aware of that Luke Wilson story that he was hospitalized with pericardial effusion. Doesn't sound good. No, it doesn't. It doesn't. As long as he's happy. I read the statement. Good for him. He'll, he's an entertaining guy. He, he's done some work with TSN. Super Bowl week, that type yeah. of thing. Um, I, he'll land on his feet, I'm sure, in a media role like that, probably with TSN. So good for him. Uh, I said that we were going to start viewer takeover early, and we are now up until the top of the hour. What would you people like to talk about? Anything. 
Darren was noticing that the viewers really seemed to gravitate to the interview with Ryan Leslie. They really enjoyed the hockey talk. And like I say, I'll be a lot happier when hockey starts. I was supposed to be going out to a hockey game tonight, an intra-squad game, and then something's come up. I will be spending time with a sponsor of the program tonight, which is going to be fun, too. That is always good. Uh, By the way, the Prairie Mobile text line is open for your questions and comments. 306-840-8777. That is 840-8777. Prairie Mobile is your authorized SaskTown Mobility dealer. I'm just going to crack open the lid of this can of worms and then close it real fast, okay? Okay. Brady writes in from the 306, Hey, Rod, on this day back in 2016, Colin Kaepernick made headlines by kneeling in protest during the USA National Anthem at San Diego's Qualcomm Stadium, objecting to racial injustice and police brutality. Ahead of his time, or did he sabotage his own career? Uh, I said I was going to close the lid on that Both. can of worms, didn't I? Yeah. Both? Both. He was a leader. He's he's absolutely been a leader in that regard, and I think that's something that's very noble. But he also sabotaged his own career at the same time. There's no, there's there's no, no doubt, doubt about, about it. No doubt about it. And then it just, it, unfortunately, it just became more about him than about football, and that's important. He's on this journey, right? Yeah. And he's doing really wonderful things, and I, I think that's incredible. But you can't do both. We talked about this. You can't have it both ways. And unfortunately, it was at the, you know, the result was his football career. Looking back, if you were to say, Colin, was it worth it? I don't know the guy. But I would think he'd say yes. Oh, yeah. I, I would think he would say that. But he's never coming out of that season, taken, played it down in the NFL, has he? Can't believe it's been that long. I know. He's not going to play another down in the league. Not now. No. Um, Jennifer watching at the Four Seasons Sports Palace, your home for the UFC. She says both to that one. Might want to save this for Twitter in infamy since it is the anniversary. Thank you, Brady. Was he ahead of his time or did he sabotage his own career? Huh. Uh, what else? Oh, from the general watching in Calgary. Regarding my full dance card tonight, he says, you're too popular, Rod. Depends who you ask. From John in Edmonton, Rod, I want to know your take on why fans are upset at the decisions made by NHL teams, seven CFL teams, select WHL teams to only allow in fully vaccinated fans or get a 48 to 72 hour negative test result into the building. John of Edmonton, that's easy because people want to bitch People don't want to live by the rules, and we are in a soft, complaining, complaint-filled society. That's why they're complaining. I used the driver's license analogy the other day, but I was using the speed limit analogy this morning to somebody as well. I'd love to drive 140K or 90 mile an hour. I'd love to. And I could. I'm good at it. But I can't. Because there is a regulation that the government's imposed for speed limit. And it's endangering everybody else if I drove that fast. I could handle it. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. It's for my own safety and everybody else's. That's why they're vaccinating, asking you to have a proof of vaccination. The prime minister this morning, did you see his tweet? No. uh, Was please go get vaccinated. Prime Minister Justin Trudeau tweeted that this morning. Like an idiot, 
I went into the mentions. Ooh. That's never a good idea. Ooh. And the first one, never from somebody. I'm like, this is, it's down to stubbornness now. Yeah. There's really no good reason not to get vaccinated other than you're not going to tell me what to do and all of that. So anyways, I'm already, I'm sick of talking about that for the day. (laughs) Um, I'm vaccinated. You're vaccinated. And we get to travel. We did our show in Winnipeg. We did our show in Montreal. We get to go to games. We get to work at games. Our life's great because we went with the flow and it was best for society was to get vaccinated. We'll be back with more viewer takeover. This is getting fun. Oh, yeah. You're watching the RP show on the Game Plus TV network, YouTube and Facebook live streaming and 24-hour sports radio at rodpeterson.com. Have you subscribed to the Rod Peterson Show YouTube channel yet? Head to youtube.com slash the Rod Peterson Show now. Send us your opinions now. We won't victimize you unless you really deserve it. Now, back to your host, Rod Peterson. Welcome back. It's Viewer Takeover. I want to tell you again, if you're watching on the Game Plus Network, and I appreciate those who do, they're the ones that text on the line, 306-840-8777. And one thing I've noticed, Darren, is a large demographic of our viewers, particularly in Western Canada, are older I won't say old hockey guys because mm. my phone's usually going off later in the afternoon with thoughts on stuff that we had said either live or on the replay, which airs at 4 p.m. Eastern on Game Plus. Run national television for four hours a day. How about that? How about that? <laughs> uh, speaking of, I'm going to try and get to as many of your comments as I can here. From DG in Saskatoon, morning, guys. Even as a 49ers fan, I... Have to give a big shout-out to Luke Wilson, a longtime Seattle Seahawk. He opened the door for many Canadians south of the border with his long career. A quick glance shows 28 Canadians in the NFL. I saw four on Sunday night between the Chargers and the 49ers watching yeah, that game. That's right. Uh, by the way, from Liam Smith on YouTube, he says, So the Lions released their running back, Lyles, wanting to know where they should go from here. Are they giving up on the running game for the year, or who could be the replacement? Hashtag, go Lions. Let me tell you something. As Roy Shivers would say, running backs are a dime a dozen. So don't worry about him being released. The BC Lions will be running the football probably close to 40 to 50% of the time. They'll find another one. Christopher Ryan on YouTube says, Rod, you're sitting next to your producer and almost seem like you're both scared to get controversial live. Bruh, I'm not scared of anything anything and you are obviously a new viewer because the reason we are uncomfortable talking about it is we've talked about it enough i'm sick of talking about COVID. i've got my shots and my life's great but i'm not going to tell anybody else what to do i think you're too dense to understand what i said the prime minister comes out and tweets to go get vaccinated and he gets a backlash from that people it's stubbornness now I don't think you're smart enough to pick up on what, we're, what we've been talking about. Or you're a new viewer and you haven't realized how much we've talked about it. Either way, if you don't like it, shut it off. Because we will talk. I'll do the talking and you do the watching. That's the whole idea. Do you have any thoughts on that, Moose? No, I'm good. You did pretty well. And we're out of time, conveniently enough. For you. I know. 
Uh, next hour, Tory Gurley. And by the way, he's not the producer. He's the owner and president and founder, right? Tory Gurley from the NFL next hour here on Game Plus. I support you. For more Rod Peterson on demand, visit rodpeterson.com. Bet MGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at Bet MGM. Simply download the Bet MGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then, Place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager. Only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C.